This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Video in police investigation. I can breathe. New virus warning. We may get a second peak in this wave. Helping farmers and the unemployed. It's a great opportunity for us to feel like we're contributing... Good morning. I'm Steve Kathan in northern New Jersey with the CBS World News Roundup. There's an FBI investigation this morning into the death of a black man who died after a struggle with Minneapolis police last night. Here's CBS's Jeff Pegues. This 10-minute video posted to Facebook overnight shows Minneapolis police officers holding down a man. One officer uses his knee to pin the man's neck down. I can breathe. Several times during the arrest, the man tells officers that he's struggling to breathe and begs for some relief. Some people who gathered at the scene try to help. Stopping his breathing right there, bro. But as officers work to keep onlookers back, the man on the ground appears to move less and less. Five minutes into the video, the man seems to be motionless, and the police officer's knee is still on his neck. I just really just killed that man. Police explained what led up to the incident in an overnight news conference. He physically resisted officers. Officers were able to get the suspect into handcuffs. And officers noticed that the mail was going into medical distress. A holiday weekend, coronavirus restrictions loosened. And now the possible aftermath after people in some places jammed together, ignoring calls for social distancing. Here's CBS's David Begno. In St. Louis County, Missouri, Monday, they issued a travel advisory after videos showed crowded weekend pool parties at Lake of the Ozarks. Officials are now urging those who ignored protective measures to self-quarantine for two weeks. Meanwhile, in California, that state is focusing attention on COVID-19 outbreaks at nine Los Angeles area food processing plants, including five meatpacking plants, after more than 150 workers tested positive. 25 states reported increases in their average new COVID-19 cases. That's compared to two weeks ago. Three of them, Montana, Alaska, and Arkansas, were up more than 100%. Dr. Brian Richardson is chairman of the COVID-19 task force at Jackson Hospital in Montgomery, Alabama. 
The county's cases have almost doubled there in the past two weeks. I'm seeing right now around 20 to 25 percent of the hospital is either filled with patients who are positive or who are suspicious and positive. The ICU beds are essentially totally full. I'm Vicki Barker at the Foreign Desk in London. A new warning from the World Health Organization to countries that have managed to contain COVID-19 don't think the danger has passed. Here's the WHO's Dr. Michael Ryan. We cannot make assumptions that just because the disease is on the way down now, it's going to keep going down and then we're going to get a number of months to get ready for a second wave. We may get a second peak in this wave. The only way to avoid that, he says, is with continued social distancing measures backed up by rigorous and regular testing. With restaurants and schools closed during the pandemic, some food has never made it off the farm. CBS's Steve Futterman on an effort to change that. With milk demand down 50%, some dairy farmers across the nation have been forced to dump thousands of gallons. Our hard labor has gone literally down the drain. It's a little bit disheartening. Mitch Hancock is a dairy farmer in Utah. Now an industry group, Dairy West, has come up with a way to save the milk from simply being thrown away. The processors are allowing their employees to continue working, and then we would in turn donate that to the food bank system. The program is called Curds and Kindness. It's producing dairy products for food banks like cheese and butter. It's a great opportunity for us to feel like we're contributing. Steve Futterman, CBS News. The New York Stock Exchange today begins to phase in floor trading. It went electronic only back on March 23rd in response to the coronavirus outbreak. For 228 years, we've been at the center of our economy, and we are going to prevail through this and for centuries to come. Stacey Cunningham is president of the NYSE. We're just a day away from the first scheduled launch of humans into space from U.S. soil in nearly a decade. When this happened on July 8, 2011, the final liftoff of Atlantis. No one knew it would take nearly nine years for humans to fly into space from here again. Now SpaceX has won the race to launch a commercially owned and operated spacecraft, which astronaut Bob Behnken will fly. I think our nation will be better for having reaccomplished the capability to get humans into orbit from the Florida coast. Megan and spacecraft commander Doug Hurley will become the first space station crew members to arrive there on a U.S. spacecraft since 2009. Peter King, CBS News at the Kennedy Space Center. South America's biggest airline, LATAM, is trying to fly through a time of economic turbulence, filing for Chapter 11 bankruptcy. Passenger and cargo flights will continue to operate, and employees will still get paid during the process. 1959's Kind of Blue by Miles Davis was a groundbreaking jazz album. The last surviving person to play on that influential recording has died. Percussionist Jimmy Cobb, who had a solo career of his own, was 91. As that album was growing in popularity, radio was undergoing some big changes, as we hear in our series with correspondent Sam Litzinger. Celebrating a century of sound. I think the 1960s were another of radio's golden ages. In the early part of the decade, DJs like Cousin Brucie and Wolfman Jack were like audio hailstorms roaring their way into listeners' ears with speed and panache. They were on the AM band. This is Tom Donahue, back in action. This is KSAN in San Francisco. By the mid-60s, there was growing attention paid to the FM band because people like Tom Donahue were starting to play not three-minute songs, but sometimes 13-minute songs by a new generation of musicians. Because something is happening here, but you don't know what it is. Radio was undergoing yet another upheaval. 
It was splitting into formats, specific kinds of programming aimed at specific audiences. To survive, radio went from being a something-for-everyone medium to a something-just-for-you medium. We've only got one hour in which to blow your mind. For CBS News and the National Press Club, I'm Sam Litzinger. Sometimes just a brief change of scenery can make things a little better in a pandemic. What are crazed parents to do while they're stuck at home? Many are hitting empty hotels, which are offering cheap deals for daytime stays so moms and dads can take time out to get work done, rest, or go to a gym for an hour without the pitter-patter of little feet in the background. Chains like Hilton, Sheraton, and Marriott have spaces available in the $60 to $70 range with free Wi-Fi and coffee thrown in. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. Authorities say a mountain biker was attacked by a grizzly bear yesterday near the southern Montana community of Big Sky. A state wildlife official says the man in his 60s was able to walk away and find help. He was later airlifted to a hospital with injuries to his face and back. Authorities decided not to search for the bear. And that's the CBS World News Roundup for Tuesday. I'm Steve Kathan, CBS News. Hi, this is Jill Schlesinger, CBS News business analyst, certified financial planner, and host of the Money Watch podcast. This is the show where your money is not scary and it's not boring. It is a show that's all about you. It's your questions that make it possible for me to provide unconventional and entertaining insights on your money and maybe more importantly, on your life. I'm going to be your financial coach, someone who brings common sense and an insider's perspective on how to manage your money and your emotions. And I promise we are going to have a little bit of fun along the way. Have a question from retirement to career changes to college funding? Just send us an email at askjill at jillonmoney.com. Follow Money Watch wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen ad-free on the Amazon Music or Wondery app. Nancy's love story could have been ripped right out of the pages of one of her own novels. She was a romance mystery writer who happens to be married to a chef. But this story didn't end with a happily ever after. When I stepped into the kitchen, I could see that Chef Brophy was on the ground and I heard somebody say, call 911. As writers, we'd written our share of murder mysteries. So when suspicion turned to Dan's wife, Nancy, we weren't that surprised. The first person they look at would be the spouse. We understand that's usually the way they do it. But we began to wonder, had Nancy gotten so wrapped up in her own novels... There are murders in all of the books. ...that she was playing them out in real life? You can listen to Happily Never After, Dan and Nancy, early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. For more than two centuries, the White House has been the stage for some of the most dramatic scenes in American history. Inspired by the hit podcast American History Tellers, Wondery and William Morrow present the new book, The Hidden History of the White House. Each chapter will bring you inside the fierce power struggles, the world-altering decisions, and shocking scandals that have shaped our nation. You'll be there when the very foundations of the White House are laid in 1792, and you'll watch as the British burn it down in 1814. Then you'll hear the intimate conversations between FDR and Winston Churchill as they make plans to defeat Nazi forces in 1941. And you'll be in the Situation Room when President Barack Obama approves the raid to bring down the most infamous terrorist in American history. 
Pre-order The Hidden History of the White House now in hardcover or digital editions wherever you get your books.